0: Hello, and welcome to Along River in the Wilds, a podcast looking at community initiatives, education, and healthcare in rural North Central Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Rhianna Hibbler. Throughout the series, we sit down with local changemakers to discuss their work in the region in the hopes that we can better understand the complex challenges they face as well as the strengths of these small communities. Today's episode focuses on the Borough of Renova. I spoke with Tommy Tarantella Jr., who is currently the mayor of the borough. I must admit to a bit of a throwback to something Lou and I talked about, which is getting juniors and seniors mixed up. I was thrown off that Tommy was so young, as from doing a bit of research online, I had accidentally acquainted myself with his father instead of him. But he was great at rolling with my brief confusion and introducing himself, and he paints a beautiful picture of the Renova borough and all the people who call this area home. Together, we discuss current infrastructure work that is happening, the promotion of tourism locally, and how jobs and economic development intertwine to bring vitality to a region. In episode two's introduction to the show, we talked about how many hopes have come through the Renova area, only to falter within a few years. In today's conversation, we talk again about Dominion Natural Gas and the electric plant project that keeps getting pushed back. It's tempting to count your chickens before they're hatched, but most people in our area know better by now. Unless you're incubating the eggs yourself, you can't depend on them, but it can be hard to even find eggs to incubate around here. Nevertheless, they press on with what they have and seem to be doing the work necessary to maintain their community's character through grants and local efforts. We mentioned the Greater Renova Area Heritage Park, which you can find and follow on Facebook. Along with Preserve, Renew, and Revitalize of Western Clinton County, also known as PRR, which is a nod to the Pennsylvania Railroad that helped build this town. These and other groups are doing their best to improve local resources, promote tourism, and pass down the history of the area. The Clinton County Economic Partnership is also discussed in this episode, and you can likewise find that on Facebook. Today's episode will be the last of our community initiative interviews, with our next set focusing on education. If you have anything that you would like to share or thoughts on the show thus far, please do not hesitate to reach out, as we want the views expressed on the show to reflect the people who live in and love this area. Now, on to the show.
1: Military. I I was born in Wingsport, Pennsylvania. Okay. And uh, shortly after being born my, my parents, you know, moved to California. I spent most of in younger years moving around the country to get back to Renovo till see I must have been fourteen years of age.
0: Um so what is your role in the borough?
1: Uh presently I am the mayor of the Renovo borough. Yeah, I'm on a four-year term. I'm about two and a half years, or two and a half months. Uh, Before that, I was on the council, as a councilman. Um. I've been involved with the the politics of the community for quite a while now. I'm probably, probably, I think I'm the youngest mayor ever of, of the Renova area. Started when I was 34 years old.
0: Oh, wow. What made you want to stay in the area?
1: Well... It's, it's, it's small-town living, and you have to travel to get to any amenities. And what I mean is, you know, we have to drive a half an hour to walk and to go to a Walmart, for instance. Yeah. So you have, to, you have to be able to withstand that. But some of the pros of living in Renova is not only the area that it resides in, but we're in a small small community where most people know each other and that's advantageous in, in some regard but then you have the outdoors you know we're nestled in the center of the Sprout Forest the biggest state forest in Pennsylvania and we have everything that has to offer is far to the outdoors you know uh, camping hiking hunting fishing you know recreational ATV riding horseback riding whatever the case may be we have all of that at our fingertips within the Manova area yeah so I guess yeah, One of, one of my main things is, is in being a mayor of Renova is we understand that our small town isn't going to flourish probably ever again uh, with an industrial might like it did back in the day. Uh, the times have changed, so our focus now is on uh, recreation and tourism and things of that nature to bring people to the area and to keep people in the area.
0: Yeah. What types of initiatives are going on around that?
1: We have, you know, groups within our, our council that are, are focused on, uh, you know, trying to improve our, our, our tourism and different activities that go along with that. And, and one example I can do is, is uh, called the Rails to Trails
2: Yeah.
1: and we're actively pursuing a grant in our Eastern Nova Corridor, program, where okay. it, would, it would create a... The, the multimodal grant, it would create, like, a uh, infrastructure rebuild of, you know, the street curbing, sidewalk, uh, drainage, and allow foot traffic to be accessible from our main hall of Renovo to our Memorial Park area, which is where our baseball fields are at, Memorial Park, as I spoke of, and then that's, uh, that's a small picture to interconnect portions of our Fisquahanna uh, Hana. Boat launches in town to the Paddy's Run Corridor, which is the creek running in the eastern Renova area. And then continuation of trails through the mountainside that are going to connect further on in the, the, the adjacent, uh, municipality of Chapman County. So it's a big, it's a big kind of like overall outlook on try to, how to improve, uh, tourism in our area. And some recent projects we just got accomplished was, uh, we installed a new boat launch at our, on our 5th street there in the heart of Renovo. That, that, project, that project also got us, like, paving, curbing sidewalks of all Ontario Avenue. Uh, we presently just put a new uh, pavilion down that way. So it's about getting people, you know, utilizing the Susquehanna River, which flows, flows to the heart of Renovo, and getting them to come to our area to kayak, fish, boat, whatever the case may be
0: yeah i saw that there was recently a, a kayaking trip organized um was that through the heritage park foundation Yes, it was it was yeah.
1: yes it was yep they had like a like a poker run i believe coming down through the the river and it went from uh, i believe up in kating down to the Renova, uh boat launch there at the flaming foliage lot yeah which it's, is that's another big thing. I don't know if you're aware of the Flame and Polish Festival in Renovo. It's just just the state festival that's held every year on the second weekend in October. Very big festival parade.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of like a homecoming to
1: it is. It's how I where remember it's where it. yeah, surrounding schools, high schools in the area send their queens to compete, you know, to be the flame and Polish queen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, growing up on the mountain, we always used to have a yard sale on flaming foliage weekend because there was so much traffic going over uh over from like Jersey Shore uh Williamsport area over the mountain. So that was uh, Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep,
1: we get we did an additional probably 5 to 8,000 people in our town during that weekend.
0: Yeah. And for a town where like Renova proper is like twelve hundred, and then South Renova is like four or five hundred, right? Yep, you're
1: mm-hmm. exactly right. About four fifty, five hundred. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then Chapman Township's about eight fifty, nine hundred. Well, we, we classify as the Greater Renova area. Okay. You're South like- Renova has their own mayor, and Chapman has like a team of uh, supervisors.
0: I was never really able to understand, just from like being in and out of the area, just how large like the catchment area for renova is of like who would come to town for groceries or for school or that type of thing so how far right up into the wilds would you say it spreads uh,
1: for people coming to the main heart of renova i'd say some of the farthest travel will come like 20 minutes you know 15 20 miles Okay. Uh, you got people coming from uh, Lighty Township, Noyes Township, and then the outskirts of Chapman Township. You know, okay. Chapman Township is, is 100 square miles.
2: Oh, wow.
0: How do you feel your relationship is like with the county as a whole? Um, because like Lock Haven is, as you said, half an hour away, um, and that's where the county seat right. is. So how... I
1: think, you know, have a very, very good relationship with the county as a whole. We deal with the, uh, the county uh for support and uh, we also apply for county uh, funded grants and they've been very uh, supportive to us in getting us the funds we need to accomplish a lot of work in the area. Uh, we also have uh, good relationships with uh, the county sheriff, Stover. Uh, we have Really good relationships with uh, the state police, which is actually in Lamar. Uh, the economic uh, partnership—they help us a lot, also. Yeah. They help us uh, stem, sto- you know, tourism in the area, and they have uh, pamphlets all over the state, and a lot of them are geared specifically to the Renova area and what we have to offer. They have the Flame and Fulge Festival in there. Specifics to the Susquehanna River and different things that the Renova area can
0: offer. And with trail running kind of booming right now, how much traffic are you seeing for tourism with that?
1: I would say average. Okay. And one of the big things that's kind of in the works is we're trying to create a, an interconnect for ATVs.
2: Oh, okay. And we have a,
1: we basically have like a, like a, the way to explain it, it's like a north and a south ATV trail. Uh, the Bloody Skillet and Whiskey Springs ATV trails, and they're trying to connect the two. And they have to come through the Renova area, which is pretty much smack dab in the middle. Yeah. And they're trying to be proactive in that regard. The Renova Borough uh, Council has given, you know, permission to ATVs to utilize all of their borough streets. And that's just like a, you know, one way of saying, hey, we want this to happen. We're in agreement of it. We'll help you out all that we can. And we know the benefits down the road of if we get ATV traffic and all the people that come out for the weekends and the summer trips to ride ATVs and they're in our area, you know, utilizing our our grocery stores, our businesses, getting to go to our gas stations and such, eating at our restaurants and utilizing our hotels, it's it's, it's a win-win situation for everybody.
0: Yeah, for sure. The housing stock in Renova is older, from my understanding, with it being kind of a company town and built on the grid system with all the row houses. um, How do you see that kind of being shaped and like who's kind of working with making the housing more accessible for people who want more like short term stay and like lodging or vacation type day?
1: Well, uh some things I can say are, you know, there's there's certain people in the area that, that own uh real estate homes and such and they're either uh repairing them, fixing them up if they're if they're inundated homes that they have purchased, uh trying to upkeep the ones that are in, in decent condition and they're either renting them out to to people for uh you know, weekends, extended stays over the summer for for whatever you know, case may be, there's, either, there's, either, uh, there's also several people in the area that I know that are running like a, I guess called the Airbnb deals. Yeah. You know, where they, they buy property, fix them up, and go online to try and rent them out to to people. And, you know, in that regard, so they're on the internet and they're saying, hey, come to my my home or my property in the heart of Renovo and stay and here's what we have to offer in the area and that's why you should come here on vacation or you know, weekend getaway or whatever the case may be.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and, then, and then residents that are living here that, you know, that are in their homes, we've, we've as a council, have created an ordinance system, which is basically like laws of the borough, yeah. to help try and curtail people and, and, you know, manage them so that they have to, you know, maintain their homes. You know, and I'll give you an example. Like uh, when they want to add an addition on, you know, you got to come and get the proper building permits, zoning permits. You have to uh, follow building code and have it inspected. So that that way, when when things are done, they're done properly. Yeah. So that no nobody out there is just doing whatever they see fit. It may not be the best way or approach to handle it. Uh, and, and there's other there's other stuff like we have a quality of life ordinance which goes into you know you got to keep your grass cut just as an example you can't leave bags of garbage lay on your on your front porch yeah you know things of that nature
2: you yeah. can't have
1: a an uninspected an abandoned car laying in your yard on on cinder blocks you know things of that nature so with that in regard that, that's, that helps the appearance of the area helps keep you know people want to come here yeah. and then we've also we also go out and and solicit for assistance to those that may not have the income to help up, upkeep their homes. You know, the elderly, uh, the retired. Uh, you know, on um, big items, you know, helping out with trying to get them roofs, windows, siding, things of that nature. Yeah, out there. We help them acquire those. They, they may not necessarily have the knowledge or the capabilities to pursue that kind of stuff. We help help facilitate
0: that. Yeah, that's really great and important, because otherwise, like you said, it, it makes the tone of the town different if it's in a certain state, but, you know, not everyone is able to to keep it that way. Um, so right.
1: And, and I'll give you were you, you spoke of the, the row houses, not to carry on the same question. But okay. the row houses have, have become a concern because it's hard to manage one and not the entire row as a whole.
2: Yeah. For instance,
1: if you have a an abandoned portion and it, it's ready to, ready to be tore down because it, it, it's past the point of being repairable, you know, how do you tear down a portion of a row home without affecting the other one's adjacent to them? Yeah. So we've actually reached out to representatives of, you know, under Governor Wolf, uh, we, we've actually been in, with her name is Kathy Stetler. She's the regional director under Governor Wolf's office. And she's been trying to help us through this process.
0: Yeah. Living down in Philly now, it's actually funny because when I first moved here and all of the row houses that we have, it reminded me a little bit of Renova in that it is a grid system and it is all older row houses and sometimes walking by a lot where just one has been torn out and you can, like, see the old wallpaper and where the stairs are and that type of thing, but they're... I I feel like they were built more lot by lot and then connected uh, rather than as a whole building and then subdivided.
1: Yeah, there are are sections where the entire street, every home is attached, but like you're saying, there are multiple you know, homes that are adjacent to each other in very close quarters.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're you're definitely right. Like, like my house was built in 1906, but, you know, I bought it when I was young, and I remodeled the entire inside, and I spent quite a bit of money remodeling the outside also. So if you look at my house, it looks like a brand-new home. Yeah. But it's an older home, redone. Yep. And that's where we're at in Renovo. There's, There's very little area to to buy and build a new home so it's it's the uh remodeling of older homes and the upkeep of homes that are that are older yeah that's where we're at in, in Renoville.
0: yeah and housing is always a challenge making sure that it's affordable affordable for the people who are there or that there are things that could bring new people in if it was out of the price range of who's local and looking to buy. Yeah,
1: yeah, low taxes, you know, very low cost of living in the Renova area, but if you want to do anything drastically, you're going to have to drive. Go to Walmart, go to the mall, wherever the case may be. We don't have that in our town. Uh, We do have a school system, we do have a uh, a hospital nearby. Uh, Most people are either working in the school system, the hospital, uh, Dominion.
2: Yeah.
1: Or they're, tra- they're traveling for work, you know, to Lock Haven, for instance, for the first quality. Uh, the PRODA, the facilities that are down there that employ a lot. Yeah. That's a big thing in Renova, is to make it, make it where you want to live here, and to drive to work is worth it.
2: Yeah. I
0: was wondering... Over the last few years, because there is something charming about Renova, that, like sticks in your mind once you've been there. But is there any sort of like shuttle system between Renova and Lock Haven that would be like more accessible for shift workers to kind of do a park and ride type system to help like fray costs? No, there's and stuff like there, that? there's
1: not available now. Yeah, there was one gentleman in the area that was kind of pursuing that, but kind of fell through, and as far as the, uh, you mean, the Borova taking on a, an adventure like that, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not in our interest at this time.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. You'd have to know, like, how many people would actually buy in before <laughs> investing, and, yeah. Right. And so many people also, probably while they're in town, run all of their other errands. In the Lock Haven area. So it's not. Yeah, I know there's a lot of, know.
1: Lot, of, lot of carpooling, you know. Okay. Some people just, you know, feel obliged to drive themselves. And like you said, if they're down in the Lock Haven area for work, that gives them the ability to stop at a Walmart or wherever and do errands, like you said, before they travel home.
0: Um, Do you have any goals that you see on the horizon for like the next one year, five year, 10 year points?
1: Yeah, my goal as mayor is to keep working with council to build up our infrastructure of the Renovo. And our main, our main, our main focus right now is is paving of our, of our streets. There's potholes, there's, you know, crack surfaces, uh, segregated pieces. I mean, they're, they're getting outdated. Time to start repaving the streets. But when you pave streets, you have to look at the infrastructure below it also. Yeah. So what I'm talking about is like water lines, gas lines, sewer lines, whatever the case may be, electrical lines, whatever buried underneath. You don't want to have pave a, a brand new street freshly over and then have them digging up to repair a water leak or a sewer leak or whatever the case may be. So you have to work with all the entities in the area, the water authority, the sewer authority, call in uh, the local gas guys, which is UGI, and get everybody on the same page and saying, hey, we want to pay this street within the next, you know, five years, ten years. Let's start focusing on your infrastructures below. Yeah. And make this like a package deal. And we've done that. We've, we've assisted with grants for the Water Authority, for instance, and got them, you know, millions of dollars to replace water lines underneath the streets. Uh, the gas company... So Came in and did their repairs. The sewer did what they could on their line, and then we have freshly paved streets over, you know, well maintained uh, water lines and sewer lines underneath. You know, you, you, that's what we can do as a borough. You know, we can help keep our streets, sidewalks, curbing, drainage up to par. Yeah. And a- Another thing is is providing uh, safe police protection to the area. Uh, you know, we're we're 45 minutes from Lamar. That's the closest state police. So if you don't have police protection in the area and there's a mass you know, uh, a drastic situation, emergency situation in Renova area, if they're not already in the area or nearby, they have forty five minutes to get here. Yeah. In any instant. So the Renova borough is the only municipality in the area that has a a police department. We currently have three officers. We have two uh two officers and a canine unit. We actually have a canine Uh, dog Jordan and uh, we actually uh, we we help provide police protection to adjacent municipalities Uh, we we were providing protection to South Renova for a while and they 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 stopped the contract and we're presently providing protection to Chapman Township Uh, there's been talks of maybe pursuing provide protection for noise or another adjacent municipality but it just helps the whole area out when you when you have police at your you know, your fingertips within the area.
2: Yeah. Um, and
1: like Chapman Township, that's where our schools are located. And yeah. You know, with the mass shootings and the situations that are going on in the world, you got to have police in the area to help keep that place safe. And also the uh, our local medical center is over in South Renovo. Yeah. It's it's actually. S- Split between Chapman and South Carnova, but right on the border. But We also provide provide uh, police protection to that to that actual place, even though we don't re- we don't provide protection to the South Granville Borough anymore. Okay, just because it's so important to the area.
2: Yeah, yeah. And
1: that was that was an undertaking of our own. You know, I, I directed that as mayor, and got approval from council, and we made that happen. Because we know the importance of that that facility.
2: Yeah.
0: What types of challenges do you see facing the area?
1: Yeah, one of the biggest problems is no jobs. And it's a very, very hard thing to manage uh, to try and bring industry to the, to the area. Uh, one thing we kind of have going for us uh, possibly next year is there's there's talks of putting a new uh, energy center, renewable Energy Center power plant within our industrial site that's out to investors right now. They're about 50 million shy of making that project go into fruition. So that'll bring uh, construction workers to the area and jobs Mm. uh, for a a two-year construction window, but then it'll bring probably 35 to 40 full-time jobs. So that's just a, a, a big hope for the Renova area.
0: Yeah. And how is Dominion influencing the area?
1: Well, Power plan goes. They'll be the the company providing the natural gas to the to the facility.
2: Okay. But aside
1: from that, uh, Dominion is one of the uh, the biggest employers, and they probably have some of the highest wages within the area. Also. Yeah. And Dominion Dominion also supports the area uh, with with manpower when we go out and do small little projects. They'll they'll send guys and gals down from the from the area to uh, you know. You know, get an extra set of hands, whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, if it's site cleanups, uh they sent they sent personnel down when we were installing some new equipment at the uh sixteenth Street Park. You know, whatever whatever thing they can do, they help out.
0: Yeah. And I've also uh, seen they that did, they... they did a
1: lot of work over at the Bucktail Medical Center too.
0: Yeah. And I saw that they have provided some grants as well, which is great.
2: Um
1: Yes, they have, yep. They have a grant program. As long as you're a 501c3, you can apply. A lot of it is, I believe, uh, environmentally oriented or uh, things of that nature.
2: Yeah.
0: Kind of to oppose the challenges, what strengths do you see helping the area beyond, like, the tourism element and the beauty? Um, Like, what about the community... uh, helps to bring people together and get them involved?
1: I think just being a a, a, a small town, you know, there's a lot of friends and families, and, you know, there's several generations living in the same same area. Uh, you get that mentality that, you know, Renova's our town. We're going to do everything we can in our power to keep it the best place we can. So when, when, when things come arise, you have full community outreach uh everybody gets involved whatever the case may be if you're out doing street clean cleanups people are cleaning their own yards or their sidewalks streets out in front of their homes they all come around together and that's one of our strengths of of being a small town everybody's in it together
0: yeah that's something that i definitely miss sometimes having been out of small town Pennsylvania for, for quite a while is just having that commute, that sense of community and knowing other people. And like when I go back home and I'm walking around wise and Jersey shore and see like three old classmates, um, there's just, you don't get that everywhere. And, you know, being able to like catch up with people and having those soft social connections You know, like more and more research is showing that it benefits people psychologically to have those relationships. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I got a, I got a my younger sister. She's down in the Lansdale area, just on the outskirts of Philadelphia near you. And uh, I know she's her and her husband. They're down there because that's where they have their careers oriented. And they may not be able to do that same type of work in this area, but. Renova is always considered their home, and they'll always try and come back as often as they can to visit friends and family, regardless of where they're at in the world.
0: There's something about, like, the Susquehanna Valley, you know? Some people, like, just talk about their hometown as if it's magical, but, like, there is something about our region that, like, has that feeling. (laughs) Um,
1: You're definitely right.
0: Well... I think that's about all the questions that I had for you. Do you have any questions for me or any final remarks or things that you'd like to promote? No,
1: I I appreciate the call and uh, I appreciate answering all your questions today. And I hope you have a good outlook on my discussions today.
0: with you. And I certainly do. This concludes our conversation with Tommy Tarantella. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please subscribe for future episodes and find us on Facebook at Along River in the Wilds or on Instagram at River in the Wilds. Feel free to message us any questions or comments. We would love to hear from you. A few events are coming up in the Susquehanna Valley. On November 30th, right after Thanksgiving, Small Business Saturday is happening in Lock Haven. Additionally, Dunkled Acres outside of Jersey Shore is holding a Winter in the Woods event that same weekend on November 30th and December 1st. Check these out to support local businesses during the holiday season and learn about new favorites for the rest of the year. For more podcasts like this, subscribe to Rural Matters, The Homecomers, or any of the Strong Town Network shows, including Strong Towns, It's the Little Things, or Upzoned. I'd like to thank the Jefferson Humanities Department and Scholarly Inquiry Track, including Megan Voller, for supporting this work creatively, as well as my advisors, Dr. Rabinowitz and Dr. Molly. All views expressed in this show are my own and do not represent my university or any other organization.